0: St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington.
1: Thousands gathered in Karbala, Iraq today for the funeral procession for the Iranian general who was killed in a U.S. airstrike yesterday, Hassam Soleimani.
0: President Trump says the targeted killing of Soleimani was ordered because he was plotting to kill Americans. Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison has called up about 3,000 more reservists as the threat of uh, wildfires continues to grow in at least three states there. The priority of this deployment is to assist ensuring the safety of life, to support the evacuation of affected people, particularly in isolated communities, and provide assistance to isolated communities and support state-managed evacuation centres. On Wall Street Friday the Dow was down 234 points at 28634 the Nasdaq down 70 oil prices up a dollar 87 a barrel this is SRN news Mark Levin explains the harm in government spending.
1: The reason why massive
0: spending is destructive, it's because it empowers politicians, it empowers bureaucrats, it empowers government. Talk about draining the swamp, that feeds the swamp. You're draining resources and knowledge and jobs out of the market. And what's the market? The civil society. You're redistributing not just power, but wealth. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot intelligent radio am 1280 the patriot intelligent radio just past one o'clock which means it's time to make talk radio great again it's your northern alliance radio network headliner
2: Mitch Berg, coming up next but first here's your twin cities forecast brought to you by great plains windows and doors mostly cloudy a high of 27 tonight
1: chance of snow and sleet a low of 24 leading into sunday more chance of
0: snow in the morning breezy showers then sunny high at 37 the views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management this is the northern alliance radio network the longest running conservative talk show in the twin Cities. it's
1: great to be back in minnesota
0: today political analysis of the good the bad and the outright crazy now Here's your headline act, Mitch Bird.
1: Welcome back, Twin Cities End World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. My program, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, going on 16 years rather quickly here as we uh, get into our first full broadcast of the 2020, I almost said 2019, radio year, which will lead us to March, uh, the first part of March will be anniversary number 16. and. I have been saying this for 6 solid years, but we're going to have that 10th anniversary party at some point here. It's uh it's going to happen one of these days. I can only put it off uh, planning so actually it's been what can I say it's been a busy 6 years, but uh, we will make it happen here. 651-289-4488 the number to call should you like to join us and and I would appreciate it if you would because hearing from you the audience is half the fun. I say half the fun uh of of this uh, of this broadcast here. It has been an interesting week, and when I say interesting, I mean that in the full Minnesota Scandinavian sense of the term, the full passive aggression of, "how ah, that was interesting. We kicked off the week with something that uh, big left in America treated as a complete tragedy and abomination, and we ended the week with something that big left treated again as a tragedy and abomination. We we had the specter this past week of seeing the American left, in its full it, it, it is full hypocritical glory, it's not even hypocritical, actually. Hi, hypocr- hypocrisy is when you try to seek moral actions out of others that you're not willing to perform yourself. And, it, and in fact, I guess you could say in that sense that uh, American progressivism was displaying absolute integrity in speaking up for what it believes. It's just that what it believes, we saw this past week, was completely, completely horrible, Uh, a sign of a movement whose moral underpinnings are so deeply depraved that it has to introduce the question, how do we run a country together? We'll come back to that. We started the week off with news this past Sunday that uh, there had been an attempted mass shooting at a church in Texas. And as usual, the anti gun movement, the likes of Shannon Watts nationally, uh, the national director of Moms Want Action and Every Town for Gun Safety, uh, Michael Bloomberg's uh, checkbook advocacy organization, and locally, the <laughs> Reverend, and I'm making scare quotes in the air when I say that because nobody with a brain in their head reveres that woman, but the Reverend Nancy Nord came out immediately. With social media saying, hey, go figure, Uh, guns were just legalized in Texas churches last May. There was a push in the Texas legislature after the Sutherland Springs massacre, which happened in 2017 and led to the deaths of 29 parishioners in a gun-free zone. Which, by the way, is a bit of cognitive dissonance from my progressive (laughs) friends. They figured there's no such thing as a gun-free zone in Texas. Not true. In fact, uh, the carry permitting law in Texas uh, is considerably more restrictive than the one we are blessed with here in Minnesota. And uh, there are many places you're not allowed to carry firearms in Texas, if you uh, are a law-abiding citizen. Many more such places than you have here in Minnesota, and and that speaks to the wisdom and foresight of the people who wrote Minnesota's carry permit law back in 2003. Salute! In Texas, churches were a gun-free zone until 2018, actually until uh, May of 2019. Uh, And the factor that precipitated that change was the Sutherland Springs Massacre in 2017, where... A uh someone with a bone to pick with Texas parishioners killed 29 people in a church in Southern Springs before he was chased down and killed by a good guy with an AR-15 in his truck. <laughs> you can mess with Texas, but there might be consequences, apparently. Well, the notion of messing with Texas was changed by the legislature, by uh, a movement in the Texas legislature this past year, and... It took, like all such legislative changes, it took some while to push it through, but it did. And as a result, the church, like many churches these days, had a group of volunteers on duty seeing to the safety of the congregation. Because as you know, if you've listened to this broadcast for a length of time, and we had the good folks from Archway Defense uh, on this broadcast several times in recent years talking about the simple fact that churches are... Statistically speaking, per capita, per location, the results of more attacks of all types per capita than just about any place else in society, not just churches, places of worship in general, synagogues, mosques as well, uh, ashrams, uh, the, the, the Sikh temple in Milwaukee was the site of a mass murder a number of years ago. Places of worship tend to draw the loonies, as it did in White Settlement, Texas this past week where a fellow named, uh, last name of Canoonan, whose name will no longer be mentioned, uh, who had apparently been a a client and an occasional attendee at the church, uh, came in wearing a trench coat under which he hid a shotgun. He had apparently, according to the the minister at the church, he had been there, had actually used uh, some of their public assistance, uh, the food shelf, that sort of thing, Uh, had gotten some spiritual counseling from the minister, apparently got upset that the church gave him food aid rather than cash, and for reasons otherwise beyond that known only unto him, came to church last Sunday morning in a trench coat, under which he had a shotgun concealed. And at some point in the service, uh, he stood up, Pulled the shotgun out from under his coat, turned it on a couple of the parishioners, fired, killed two, but when he was hit by one round to the head, uh, from, uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Wilson, first name eluding me at the moment here. It'll come back to me shortly here. Uh, let's, uh, I'll look it up in a moment here. I, I'm blocking on the name right now. It doesn't matter. He was a good guy with a gun. Yet again. And, and then you saw the dementia ring out first of all uh Mr uh Jack Wilson thank you very much Jack Wilson who was a, uh, a a firearms instructor of sorts in fact he was the head of security for the church he apparently trained the the church's volunteer security force and uh, the training came in handy. One shot to the head, Canoonan uh, went down like uh, the sack of garbage he apparently turned out to be uh, in his life. And I say that with all due respect to any family who may be mourning his, warning his passing. But this is uh, it, it. It was you can't say it was a happy ending. Two good people and the murderer died, and so you can't call it a happy ending. But As tends to happen when attempts at mass murder are resisted by good people with guns, the death toll was restrained, in this case, to two innocent bystanders, uh, parishioners in this case, and the killer. And immediately after this, after this episode happened, you saw... Two different, separate, equal, equally noxious, equally morally vacant lines of prevarication breaking out on social media and the not-so-social media, the mainstream media. First of all, the idea that if they just hadn't made guns legal in church, there would have been no shooting. The shooting was precipitated by guns being made legal in church. This is the rationale of some on the left, and we will address that in a moment. The other one was, well, some variations of, well, a good guy with a gun saves the day relatively rarely. And yay, kudos to Jack Wilson, who, by the way, uh, was the civilian equivalent of a Navy SEAL, uh, according to that person with, with immense training and experience. He was, a, he was a firearm instructor. He was not just a regular schnook with a gun. And in a sense, they had a point. Jack Wilson is a person who, a civilian, who took his right to keep and bear arms and his duty to defend himself, his community, his family, and in this case, his church, his fellow worshipers, very seriously. He took the time and expended the effort that it took to master the craft, and it is a craft, of self-defense to the point where as pandemonium broke out all around him and as a person with a highly lethal weapon who had just murdered a man, two men in cold blood right in front of him, As all this happened, as all this pandemonium, all the gunfire, the screaming broke out, you could see the video. I posted the video with Shot in the Dark, that info. He drew his gun, lined up his shot, fired one shot, hit Mr. Knoonan in the head. Episode over. Which you can't really call a happy ending. Unless you consider that, had there not been an armed good guy with a gun in the church at the time, it would have turned out worse. There is no rational indication that Mr. Canonan intended to stop at killing, too. There is every indication he planned on mowing through that church like a lawnmower through a cabbage patch, as mass killers, spree killers, rampage shooters, are. Want to do. And so while it's not a happy ending, the ending turned out to be a fraction as sad as it could have been, because and I stress this not despite not as a borderline consequence of, but as a direct consequence. Of a good person with a gun in the church with the skills and the resolve to deal with the situation. And the depravity of big left in responding to this episode just starts there. We'll come back with more of that in a moment. 651-289-4488 if you want to join me on this. I would love to hear your perspective on this subject. On the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
3: Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older... Occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just $19.95. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384.
4: Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. Serenity was founded on providing you with main brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com.
5: A principal software engineer is wanted in Eden Prairie, Minnesota to architect, design, and develop ArcServe replication and high-availability products. Perform Windows storage, kernel-level development and design, develop and debug Windows drivers using KMDF, WDDK, and WDM across all ArcServe products. Mail resumes to ArcServe USA, LLC. Attention to HR, 8855 Columbine Road, Suite 150, Eden Prairie, Minnesota, 55347.
0: As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour, when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot.
2: I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. AM
1: 1280 The Patriot. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, our first book of the month for the year is Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture 11 Steps to Keep Her Happy, Healthy, and Safe. Written by pediatrician and parenting expert Meg Meeker, it focuses on the challenge, pressures, and dilemmas facing adolescents and teen girls today. So sign up to win a signed copy today at the Freedom Fan Club at am dot com. It's a must-read for parents with young daughters, or, if you're like me, young granddaughters. Check it out at the Patriot Fan Club, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, by the way, uh, so much going on today. We were talking about the... And I I plan on getting like three different sources through these juxtaposed stories here today. And I got through uh, part of one. Uh, It's been fascinating this past week watching big left's reaction to ordinary red state flyover landers resisting mass shooting with weapons that they own themselves and are authorized to use. Uh, and, and the the anger that this brought out amongst so many people on Big Left. For example, you had a, a wave of people on social media saying, "Well, this was inevitable once they allowed guns in churches," which is sort of, I mean, it it's true in the same sense that 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 th- there was th- th- no, it's not true, it's not true at all. I was looking for a, a sarcastic little jape there, and of course, there is none possible because. This The availability of guns to the law abiding has nothing to do with whether or not criminals can find them. And this brings up this logical inconsistency on the part of the left that needs to be pounded into their heads. I mean, most of them will never get it, but the, the, the undecided may see this if you are consistent enough in bringing this up. Because really, you have two possibilities, in a nation with 320 million people and plenty of social pathologies and personal pathologies, quite frankly, floating around out there, and well over 100 million fire uh, gun owners, people who own guns, the vast majority of them legally, the imponderably vast majority legally, uh, and by the way, uh, likely a couple hundred million guns floating around in general circulation. There are two options available to society. Number one, allow the demonstrably law-abiding person to defend themselves with them or take them away from the demonstrably law-abiding and accept the fact that there is going to be a black market out there among those hundred million newly illegal guns that the thugs will use, the thugs and the insane will use, to predate upon the disarmed law-abiding civilians. And you bring this absolutely immutable bit of logic to the folks on big left. And the the ones with any integrity will respond, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll, I'm okay with option B. It's just not seemly. It offends my aesthetics. Frequently, that's what it amounts to. It offends their aesthetics the notion that mere civilians are empowered to defend themselves. It, it it offends their sense of order of the universe. All good things come from government. The ones with less, I don't, know, I don't want to say less integrity, but perhaps less sense of, of cause and effect and logic will say, well, no, there's an option three. We just get rid of all the guns and nobody has them, so nobody will die, which, is law enforcement along the same lines as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's budget. The idea that unicorns from heaven will come down bearing chests of gold coins on their back to pay for free health care and free tuition and free everything and fly back up carrying all the guns with them so everyone is peaceful and, and nobody can shoot each other. And of course, if that were true, that would mean that the massacre in Paris in November of 2017 couldn't happen, that the ma- massacres in Mumbai, India in 2000, I believe 2009 could not have happened, the massacre on the Norwegian island of Sørøya a few years back in 2012, I believe, could not have happened because... Law-abiding civilians could not own guns in any of those places. It would mean that the massacre of young, mostly young women at the Kyoto Animation Studio earlier last year could not have happened. Because, of course, without any guns, there's no way to kill 20 people, right? Of course there is. Arson. In fact, many of the worst mass murders, as we, as we pointed out many times in this broadcast, many of the worst mass murders in human history have taken place without the aid of any firearms at all. Even in America. The Happy Land Social Club uh, mass murder, which killed 93 people in uh, 19, uh, I want to say 1993. The weapon was a gallon of gasoline in an out-of-code building with no fire escapes. 93 dead. Not a shot fired. The Kent, Michigan school massacre. 52 dead. All of them from industrial. I'm sorry. The murderer did shoot one person. Uh, and the, but the rest of it was industrial dynamite. Uh, but more to the point. The terrorists in France, in Paris, at the Bataclan massacre, the Charlie Hebdo massacre, the the Brussels train, uh, the the the, the, the uh, I'm sorry, the kosher deli massacre in Paris, the attempted massacre on the train from Brussels to Paris, which was ended by a couple of American service people on leave. Heck yeah, America! Uh, the massacre in Mumbai that killed well over a hundred people in places where guns are illegal, were carried out with what? Guns obtained from the black market. Progressives with integrity say they're okay with that. Sometimes it's just your time. The ones who live in a world of fantasies could persist with the idea that if we just make guns illegal, violence will go away, as did the, the ones who said over the past week this massacre was brought on by guns being legal in Texas and had guns been illegal in Texas churches nobody would have come in and start shooting people this is the level of moral, intellectual and logical vacuity that you get from the American left today this is the world of Nancy Nord Bentz and Shannon Watts and a good chunk of the Twin Cities media uh, some of the less informed on the left who may back away from either of those moral extremes, but also say, "Well, Jack Wilson uh, is a uh, is an extreme anomaly. He he, he was highly trained in, uh, in in the art. Clearly, the, the guy took his responsibilities seriously. But it's also worth noting that in the video." You can see no less than four, perhaps six other parishioners drawing their concealed firearms and holding fire, but being ready just in case. And not another shot was fired. Thomas Canoonan fired three shots, two shots, I believe, killing two, including, well, we'll come back to that. Uh, the, 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 uh, Wilson's shot was the only one fired other than Kanoonan's, and it had the effect it needed to. Nobody else fired. And I, I bring this up in response to those who say, well, this, this is, civilians aren't trained for this sort of thing. And in this case, you saw five civilians behaving exactly as needed, as happens in the vast majority of times, as opposed to situations where the police have reacted much less well. There was a situation a couple of uh, months ago where the police responding to a situation with a UPS truck blazed away, killing two innocent bystanders. Or a situation in, I believe, 2008 where New York City police responding to a shooting in the Empire State Building that had left one uh, boss dead in 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 an example of workplace violence in, by the way, a gun-free city chased after the perpetrator through the streets of New York and down the Empire State Building, through the shopping district around it, shooting and wounding nine innocent bystanders before catching the perp, killing them. Firing God only knows how many times to achieve those nine uh, blue-on-blue shots. So, And by the way, that's not the norm for police. Normally speaking, the police, if they have to shoot, they shoot the right guy. But there are many exceptions, and by the way, many of them are ex- explainable by the fact that police arrive at situa- in situations that are fluid and not clearly explained, which is not normally the case for the armed citizen. By the way, probably the most morally repugnant line came from an anti-gun activist who said, yeah, well, okay, good on Jack Wilson, but one of the victims was trying to draw... When, uh, when he was shot. Oh, this was an op-ed that appeared on CNN. Say, so, well, there's, there's, one, of the, one of the victims was trying to draw when Knoonan shot him, which is a way of saying that if allowing good people to defend themselves doesn't save every person in every episode every single time, it's not worth doing it. It's, it's the moral opposite of the line, well, if gun control saves one life, uh, then it's worth it. The equally illogical and i'll be frank just as stupid opposite of that the flip side of that coin is if it doesn't save every single life then it's not worth uh, allowing people to defend themselves at all that's equal that perhaps is even more stupid because there's a difference between an aspirational goal you can never reach the idea of disarming everyone and the idea that that per any result less than absolute perfection is, is the only result that's acceptable. That's just plain stupid. And if you believe that, I'd love to hear from you at 651-289-4488. And get to the bottom of, of, of why. Join me, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: access to intelligent talk stream am 1280 the patriot with our free app your smart speaker or with iheart tune in and radio.com we live in the twin cities but serve worldwide
6: join gene sullivan each week on where you live where he takes on uh gene who do you take on anyway
2: This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The new year brings new questions about the Democratic Party and its impeachment obsession. After urgent demands for Trump's immediate removal, Democrats suddenly slowed down the impeachment process, delaying a Senate trial and hoping to stretch out that proceeding to the beginning of 2020's primary season. The Dems mean to focus relentlessly on Trump's alleged unfitness for office to keep attention away from their own radical agenda. They know public opinion may be closely Divided on the president himself, but big majorities oppose such Democratic priorities as outlawing private health insurance, racial reparations for slavery, tax hikes, open borders, canceled college debt, and the job killing Green New Deal. The Democrats know that if they make the election a referendum on Trump's polarizing personality, they could possibly win. But a pitch for votes based on their stridently progressive platform would lose in a landslide. I'm Michael Medved.
0: Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom.
2: With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM
1: 1280 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. White man came across the sea. Hey, don't forget, Patriot Half-Off Deals Program will save you 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Right now, you get half off, off on Like It Matters, save half off a Leadership Awakening Training, or Breathe Freedom from Nicotine, or Mathnasium, or So Many Deals. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the Half-Off Deals icon, or call 651-405-8800. Uh, I'll give that one another try. 651-405-8800. It's half-off deals courtesy of the Patriot Fan Club. Get out there. Northern Alliance Radio a AM 1280. It's the Patriot. Yeah. Yeah, I hit the post. What are you going to do about it? Hey, by the way, speaking of which, my band Elephant in the Room playing tonight at the Stillwater Lounge I mean, Stillwater Lanes and Lounge. What I think it's called, Stillwater Bowl and Lounge, in Stillwater. I keep mixing it up, but it's Stillwater Bowl and Lounge in Stillwater. We're on high, just south of Highway 36 on Omaha Drive out there. It's uh, just yeah, just about a mile, half a mile east of Greeley and maybe a mile uh, west of of downtown Stillwater. Anyway, hope you can join us out there. It uh, features myself uh, and of course former producer Tommy Wynn who does a mean Robert Plant impression. Yes, we can do Led Zeppelin if you want to hear it. Now, most of the time, if you want to request a song, we would love to take your request. You might have to sing it yourself, but not if it's Led Zeppelin. Or The Offspring, or Nirvana, actually. He can do all those. The rest of it, you're on your own. Or we'll sing it. Whatever. Whatever is fun. We'll be there. By the way, nice thing about the Stillwater uh, Bowl and Lounge, it's got those edge of the metro drink and food prices. So you can afford a lot more party for the time out there. It's a great room. We love playing out there. We're uh, looking forward to it. So uh, join us out there tonight from 8 to midnight. Uh, me, John, uh, me, me, Tommy, John, Paul, and uh, Tor will be out there uh, working the room this evening. So 651 289 4488. We to- we spent the first stretch of the show here talking about the the revulsion that big left heaped on regular worker daddy hug a mommy Americans who had the temerity to defend themselves uh, against aggression against insanity against let's be honest evil with the means God gave us to do it. Now the responses to that, as I pointed out in the first couple segments, ranged from the illogical and bizarre to the downright depraved, to the, I think it's fair to say, deluded. There were a number of people on the religious left who said, Churches are a place of peace and worship, and honestly, it's the the idea of defending yourself with lethal force in a church defiles the sanctuary, as opposed to allowing innocent people to get slaughtered in the sanctuary which goes unmentioned by these people and their concern for the sacred nature of of, of holy ground Uh, can, can you see the illogic people i know you in the audience here can and helping people outside this audience see that is a nonstop mission in our society today, <laughs> and I hope you're all up to that. Oh, by the way, the office of Governor Greg Abbott, who championed the uh, change in the in the carry permitting laws uh, in the state of Texas, to allow parishioners to carry, uh, along with a number of uh, fairly courageous state legislators, uh, he came out and said, yeah, his, uh, his his heart was on the side of these, the parishioners who defended themselves. One of the other responses that you get from people on the left is say, well, these sorts of episodes are vanishingly rare. And that's a statement that can only come from someone who has remained either... Accidentally or quite willfully misinformed or disinformed on the subject, because the fact is, uh, the why what happened in in white settlement uh, at the at the uh, at the Church of Christ this past week, uh, this past Sunday, was rare as indeed spree killings are in a nation of three hundred and twenty million people. You'd never know it from the media, but they are. It's it's the latest of quite a number of spree killings interrupted by good guys with guns. And if you're on the left, the media makes a point of not talking about this, as in fact they are going to make a point of making the white settlement story and the heroism of Jack Wilson and the rest of the congregation who are ready to defend themselves disappear from the public narrative as soon as possible. But it's nowhere near true. On my blog at Shot in the Dark dead Info I've documented a long series of cases where good people with firearms have defended themselves and people around them almost always successfully. Now, Sutherland Springs there was was, was an exception to the rule. Sutherland Springs on November fourth, twenty seventeen, uh Devin Kelly murdered twenty six people at a small Baptist church. In Sutherland Springs, a fellow named Stephen Williford uh, had an AR-15 on the gun rack of his pickup, Mirka, and engaged as Kelly was driving elsewhere. Uh, when Kelly broke off his attack, he fled. Williford chased him down until he ran off the road, and, and uh, Kelly killed himself, which, by the way, is the norm for, for citizens who—when uh, when, when citizens engage mass shooters— It interrupts their mental reverie that uh, tends to go along with these sorts of attacks. And they either give up or they kill themselves if, in fact, the citizens don't kill them, as Jack Wilson did. But it's by no means the only time this has happened. For those who who pay attention, back in 2007, there was an episode in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. A fellow named Matthew Murray, 24-year-old guy whose mental illness Uh, was manifested in an extreme derangement against Christians and Christianity. Murdered two people uh, at a Youth with a Mission training center in Arvada, Colorado, then drove to the New Life Church in Colorado Springs, walked into the Sunday worship service with a shotgun and a number of other firearms and a lot of ammunition, killed two, wounded three more before a woman named Gina Som, uh, who had been briefly a Minneapolis policewoman and was a volunteer uh, with the church's security team back in the days before churches frequently knew they needed to do this and uh, shot him with her concealed handgun, wounded him. And people on the left said, yeah, but he went and killed himself. That's the point. And by the way, one needn't even be so bloodthirsty. There are countless cases of people engaging Mass, I shouldn't say count, countless, but a number of cases, including one I bring up fairly consistently at the Clackamas Mall in Portland, Oregon in 2012, uh, just actually three days before the Sandy Hook massacre. Uh, a felon named Jacob Roberts walked into the Clackamas Mall, 22-year-old guy who apparently lived too long in his mother's basement. Literally, and uh, pulled out a, 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 by the way, which was a gun-free zone, posted gun-free in suburban Portland with a stolen AR-15 and 150 rounds of ammunition. So clearly he wasn't there to stop by and grab a quick uh, Orange Julius and head home. Killed two people, Christmas shoppers just in the mall, uh, and wounded another before his rifle jammed. Then uh, a fellow named, by the way, with an AR-15, clearing a jam is a matter of working the bolt real quick. But didn't get a chance. Felon fellow named Nick Melli drew his legal concealed Glock, pointed it at Roberts, who, as usually is the case in these situations, uh, withdrew into a nearby Gap store and shortly uh, shot himself either with his newly unjammed rifle or or one of the pistols he'd brought along as well, just in case. The hero in this episode, Mr. Melly, didn't fire a shot, perhaps quite wisely at a crowded mall full of panicking people. And in retrospect, he didn't have to. And by the way, that frequently happens. And so when people on the left say it's vanishingly rare that a good guy with a gun actually resolves the situation favorably is in fact quite the opposite. John Lott at the Violence Policy Research Center, I'm sorry, the Crime Prevention Research Center, my bad, points out that good guys with guns intervene in spree killings in a much greater percentage than their percentage of the population would tend to indicate. As a general rule, nationwide on any given day, probably no more than one to two percent of people in Parts of the country that are where, where carrying firearms is legal and a social thing might be carrying at any given time. And yet good people with firearms are, if you go through the numbers and the places and the cases, good people with firearms, civilians and non-sworn security people, intervene successfully successfully in something close to 9 uh 7 to 9% of mass shootings which isn't nearly enough but on the other hand is uh, 3 to 4 times the percentage of people in the population who are armed as a matter of course so every single attack against the idea every single point against the idea that the armed citizen is an effective means of defending themselves their communities, their congregations, their properties, their community against armed insane aggression is logically factually and morally completely void. By the way, there is uh, the attack in white settlement this past week followed a week where there had been a number of bloody attacks on synagogues in America, and the left just howled bloody murder in the days before uh, the the news of the white settlement. Shooting and shootout came the, uh, came into the news with the, the the sight of Orthodox Jews in Rockland County, New York, showing up at the shul, uh, armed to the teeth, just ready as can be for someone to try it on their their person. To which I have to say, this is a happy ending. I mean, there are no happy endings when it comes to violence and death. But the idea that people will know that it is, that their self defense is up to them. It's not happy, but it's real, and it's a positive step. Now, juxtapose that with the reaction to the other big story of the week. We come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
7: Message and data rates may apply.
8: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment.
0: It's time to sit back and enjoy the holiday cheer. And HomeAdvisor is here to give you a hand with any last-minute lingering home project on your to-do list. From minor repairs to major remodels, HomeAdvisor connects you with top-rated pros in seconds. Read reviews from your neighbors, request quotes, and check the project cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. To find the right pro at a fair price, go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. And happy holidays from your friends at HomeAdvisor. This is Al Malmberg. This Sunday morning on the World of Aviation, we're going to speak with Chuck Cook, who survived a horrific accident in 2018 when he experienced a fire in the cockpit of his T-28 Trojan. Chuck suffered burns over 40% of his body and is now sharing what he learned from this accident and what he would have done differently. We can all learn from Chuck's experience. Join us this Sunday morning at 10.05, right after the top of the hour news, here on AM 1280, The Patriot.
9: Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. If you are a timeshare owner, getting out is probably a top priority. And now that annual maintenance fees are coming due, this ongoing burden and expense is at the top of your list. Thankfully, we can help. Let us do for you what we have done for thousands of others across the country. Our process is done legally, ethically, and quickly. Lone Star Transfer has a 99% success rate, and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We are a family-owned business and will personally make sure your experience is a pleasant one. Don't let another day go by with maintenance fees taking your hard-earned money. Give us a call for a no-obligation consultation at 844-284-4863. That's 844-284-4863 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. That's LoneStarTransfer.com.
1: Northern Alliance Radio Network 651-289-4488 Hey, don't forget, with the Patriot, entertaining, conservative commentary and the news you need is available wherever you are You can download a free app from your device's app store Just search for AM1280, the Patriot Or you go to iHeart.com or the iHeart app and search for am a the Patriot or you can go to tunein.com or use the TuneIn app and search for, you got it, AM12A The Patriot. Or go to radio.com or the radio.com app, search for, you starting to get it? You smell what I'm cooking here? AM12A The Patriot under Find a Station or stations near you. Either way, if you can't find AM12A The Patriot online or on the air, you're just not trying all that hard. We come back, by the way, after the top of the hour, we'll be talking about an effort on the part of the chief of police in St. Paul to slash the murder rate to the bone. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. There's more important things for St. Paul government to do than plow the streets and and deal with crime. No, no, no. He's, He's... well, we'll talk about it when I come back. This past week, we saw the the revulsion that big left had and, and feels in their heart of hearts for mere mortals, mere law abiding citizens, uh, not blessed by the imprimatur of government uh, to defend for, uh, fend for themselves. We saw the revulsion that they, oh, many of them, not everyone on the left. Some of my best friends are in fact uh, Democrats who are committed uh, Second Amendment people. They somehow make it work for themselves. That's fine. More power to them what we saw was the juxtaposition of the hatred many on the left feel for you and I when we have the temerity to assume that we have some status to defend ourselves our lives our families our property and our communities and our freedom from evil without the blessing of government and on the meantime in the meantime the reverence they feel for a terrorist who was intimately involved in fact, led and directed the murder of, by some estimates, close to 600 Americans directly in Iraq over the years, and has, was continuing to do more of the same, and in fact was immediate, immediately engaged in an act of war against the United States. I'm, I'm talking, of course, uh, about the killing, I believe yesterday or Thursday, of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. Uh, who may not, well, it wasn't a household word in the United States until recently, not that the uh, big left hasn't tried to make him that way. If you haven't heard, well, you've, I'm sure you've heard him over the last day. He was the head of what the uh, Iranians call their Kuds Force. Kuds, by the way, is Farsi. That's the language they speak in uh, in Iran. It's Farsi for Jerusalem. It sort of gives you a hint as to what they're focused on, the retaking of Jerusalem from the infidels the Jews in this case. And the Quds Force, say what you will about Iran and the Iranians, the, 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 the group, uh, while it sounds like a nondescript name, in fact, Quds is the Iranian equivalent of Mossad, more or less, or some combination of the CIA and the Green Berets, uh, to put it another way. The the best example is that they're equivalent of the OSS during World War II, the, uh, the OSS, uh, either the OSS in American terms or the SOE, the group of combination intelligence and guerrilla warfare specialists that, uh, in the American and British uh, systems that descended into occupied France, Norway, the other occupied countries, and led the uh, underground against uh, the Nazis during World War II. And by the way, the uh, the American OSS morphed uh, into two uh, lines of development after World War II into the CIA and to U.S. Army Special Forces, aka the Green Berets. Well, that's what the Kuds Force is today. They are sort of a combination of a special forces group and a intelligence organization, mainly organized uh, to practice asymmetric warfare against their enemies: Israel, Saudi Arabia, and. While we're on the subject, us. And he was engaged, by all indications, in an act of war against the United States. He had uh, the militias that he controlled. And by the way, when I say militias he controlled, we're, we're talking all of the pro-Iranian uh, groups, Hezbollah in the West Bank, which has been lobbing rockets into Israel again in recent weeks here and has been doing it since time immemorial. Uh, he, he's he's uh, the commander of... Iranian-backed militias that have been carrying on the war in Syria, which has had led to half a million deaths in the past 10 years or so. And not to mention, he was in charge of the Iranian-backed militias that were responsible for much of the unrest in Iraq uh, between 2004 and 2012. And uh, has began to step up some of the actions against Americans in in recent months, including last week's uh, siege of the American embassy in the Green Zone. Now, you can be you can disagree potentially with the idea of killing a foreign general. Granted, uh, somebody who's outside his own country, someone whose activities were covered by the congressional resolutions that have governed uh, the American. Uh, war effort for the past ten years. I mean, he was a, he was a legitimate target, although you can argue with some intellectual honesty, it may not may or may not have been a great idea. Uh, basically, stepping up the war, well, the cold or the proxy war with Iran at this point, although uh Victor Davis Hanson had an excellent piece in uh, National Review yesterday about uh the the the, the idea that, that that it's not entirely a stupid idea. But there's a couple things that if you're on the left you need to be intellectually honest about. Uh number 1, uh if you are aghast at the idea of using drones to assassinate a problematic target, uh it needs to be pointed out that if you are on the left You're against them after you were for them, after you were against them. Uh, Barack Obama carried out 10 times as many drone strikes as George W. Bush did. He carried out more drone strikes in the first year of his administration, first of his eight years, than Bush did during his entire administration, which included the hot phase of the war. No, to be fair, the armed drone wasn 't invented until later in the Bush administration. Point being uh, if you 're part of the left you and you didn 't raise any hackles about obama 's enthusiastic carrying on of a drone war frequently against people who were targets only in a in a, in a military sense uh, extrajudicial death sentences it could be called, and without regard to the the danger that was uh, that this caused to American foreign policy you're being exceedingly disingenuous and if you say well they, they helped us against isis yeah they helped us against isis in the same way that hitler uh, that stalin helped hitler against poland they were matters of uh, of mutual interest not moral upstandingness more on that later on when we come back we're gonna be talking about uh, st paul police chief todd axtell's curious concern with words northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot
0: limitless access to intelligent talk stream am 1280 the patriot with our free app your smart speaker or with iheart tune in and radio.com we live in the twin cities but serve worldwide if you are
6: experiencing hair loss let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution i'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss i need more hair.com hi i'm mike Greenley, familiar voice with minnesota hockey fans If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. And they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. I need more hair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's I need more hair.com. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. Check out. I need more for complete details. That's I need more hair.com. experience. You can trust prices. You can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. Check out. I need more hair.com.
7: Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988.
0: When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. Send free e-cards from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. Find thousands of cards for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, or just to let someone know you care. Brighten someone's day
1: by sending an e-card from CrossCards.com. AM 1280, The Patriot.